Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Got that sniffling, sneezing, stuffy head thing going on? Time for your daily dose of vitamin chat. Well, crazy. That's the best way to describe this past week. From uh, days and days of hearings to a debate last night, joining us is somebody who was, well, he's, if you follow him on uh, the old Twitter, you'll see uh, Congressman Eddie Biggs because he's taking a lot of selfies. Although today you said you couldn't take a selfie because you were actually in another hearing. But that's how we know where you are. We monitor you based on selfies. Yeah, that's right. Uh, actually, uh, I have to get a new camera, a phone, because mine is broken from so many selfies. I, you know, my appearance. Yeah. Well, that's how you roll, man. That's, so good. that's how you roll. So let's <laughs> let's talk about this. This week has not been. Yeah. Uh, it's not. It, it's. I don't think anything's changed. I mean, uh, I can look at this and say I find a lot of this stuff uncomfortable. As as a person who's independent, and I can look at everything individually, some of this stuff I got to be honest with you, Andy. I didn't I didn't like the way that some of this stuff went with Sondland and some of this other stuff. But I don't think he's going to be removed. But I think impeachment is gonna is gonna come. Uh, do you foresee any any opportunity here? Anything else that's going to shock you? Or are we done after today with all these hearings? Well, they tell us that we're done, number one, and that uh, there'll be no more hearing, at least in the Intelligence Committee. And so what they'll do, just, Chad, just to give a brief on this, they have been working on what's called their reports. They have to do an impeachment report. That's what their responsibility is to do now. They will forward that to the Judiciary Committee. And then it's almost impossible to tell what uh, uh, Chairman Jerry Nadler is going to do with that committee. He may... He may say, well, let's bring in a few witnesses. I don't think he's going to go there because the last thing in the world is he want, uh, that he wants is if he brings in a witness is to basically then open the door for us to bring witnesses. And he doesn't want to do that. So then it just is going to be articles of impeachment. It's going to be what we call a markup where we don't have witnesses, but we just debate the underlying uh, bill, which would be the articles of impeachment. And then it'll go to the floor of the House. He's got a Rudy problem. I think we can all admit that there, you know, I mean, even the, the staunchest advocates for Trump have said that there, there, there's a Rudy problem. And that's my thing is when is Rudy? And I heard today Rudy, you know, I guess through the, the other two guys that he was associated with under the bus, whether Rudy's done something or do, hasn't, that, that hasn't been proven. But there's definitely in all of these hearings, Andy, a ton of Rudy, 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 Rudy. Rudy. <laughs> well, Rudy. Rudy has, uh, he's not, doesn't just have a cameo role anymore. He has a recurring, uh, uh, role in this thing. And you know what? Uh, it's hard to actually pinpoint what he did, uh, and what he didn't do. You know, I mean, because quite frankly, everybody, uh, you know, whether it's Sondland, Sondland was all over the bus. He said he didn't meet with Rudy, never met with Rudy. Um, Rudy confirmed that, never met with him. Uh, the two witnesses today said they never met with Rudy. Uh, so the only people, we're not even sure who he actually ever met with, but he was conveying pe- to people us, uh, somehow what he was doing, what he wanted to see get done. So it's, it is a very interesting Rudy problem, uh, no doubt about it. Talking to Congressman Andy Biggs as we talk about the whole impeachment thing. And I look at this thing, and look, again, it didn't move 
uh, it didn't move the needle in any way, shape, or form. I mean, is there enough there that I think it, it makes people uncomfortable, even people that are staunch supporters who are like looking at the Constitution say, I feel a bit uncomfortable with this. But at the same time, I've said all along, yesterday, Maloney, I thought, is the guy that should have led this the entire time because Adam Schiff has been nothing but after Trump since day one. And do you think that they missed the opportunity because it was it was Adam Schiff that, that trying to sell it to the American people, uh, especially people that many cases you've insulted, just that's not a win. Yeah, no, it's not a win. Um, see, I see. I I think that uh, Mike Turner in his questioning today actually kind of kind of hit it when he said, "Look, you know, in a way, what's happening here is you're trying to impeach the president because he refused to take a meeting." Okay, and. And so there's a whole lot of stuff around it, but but that's really what everybody's saying here. And and you know I'm an I'm an old trial lawyer, so so I look at folks and I say, well, what 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 are motivations? Where is there inconsistencies? And everybody has them. I mean, let's just let's face it. Everybody has a bias. Everybody has an inconsistency because it's impossible to remember everything exactly uh, perfectly and to relate it such every time. But um, what I I think. The biggest problem here is there's nothing there for the Democrats. That's why you've seen, Chad, two things that were very interesting. Number one, well, three things. Number one, they didn't go through the Judiciary Committee. They didn't go through the Judiciary Committee because they thought that their chairman is incompetent and the Republicans on the committee are a very, very talented and sharp. And I say that with a joke a little bit because I'm on that committee. But I am surrounded on that committee with very uh, uh, skilled attorneys um, uh, who are who are excellent? So they didn't want it to go through there, which is really odd. Number one, number two, they went and they did closed door sessions. That's really unusual. You don't typically come out and announce we're going to do closed door sessions. Hey, and not only are we do closed door sessions, we're going to prevent the Trump, uh, the president, President Trump here, with having an attorney present, and then we're going to give Adam Schiff basically carte blanche on whatever he wants to do. He can bring in Republican witnesses or he can say no. He can limit things. And if you watch very carefully, uh, he was trying to insert himself repeatedly today, telling our witnesses, oh, well, you know, sometimes when they're asking questions, they're not accurate. They're not reflecting uh, accurate things. They're trying to trick you. Be very, very careful when you listen to the Republican questions. That's the type of thing where if you're watching that, and he's cutting off Elise Stefanik. He's cutting off Jim Jordan. He's cutting us off. And then he's allowing their witnesses to go on for an extra four or five minutes, six minutes in some cases, to uh, to answer the Democrat side, but immediately cutting them off uh, and the, on the Republican side. Those types of things are really problematic for them. And then the third thing that you've seen, uh, is that they have start? They've been all over the roadmap on this thing, trying to find a charge and allegations that sticks. And ultimately, they went and did, uh, as you as you probably are aware, they did put they did polling to see what kind of charge might be uh, more fulsome for them, more more uh, get more traction with the American public because they were losing they're losing traction constantly. And that's when they came up with bribery, and then they actually screwed up their narrative on that because don't forget at some point they said well okay it wasn't bribery necessarily but it was it was attempted bribery and yeah. so this so that i guess that's my point as you look at it it has been a very uh, hasn't hasn't been as good as they would have liked
Yeah. Well, I look, I don't think I, I think everybody had made up their mind. So it wouldn't have mattered yeah. if there was a smoking gun or not pick it because it became personal and and the voters took it personal. And, and everybody made up their mind long before this last question. I appreciate you coming on today, as always. Yeah, yeah no, you're uh, right. Chad. Uh, uh, you're right on that, by the way. Yeah. You know, and, 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 and when you make things personal, you know, even if you're wrong, when you make things personal, people will dig in because it became personal. The CR yeah. continuing resolution. Yet again, I feel yeah. like the cans kicked down the road. And last night I was watching the Democratic debate and, and we got about 30 seconds here and they said, well, we need to show the American people we can walk and chew gum. Uh, well, I don't think that's happening because I think everything is all about this. Why aren't we getting that thing done? Well, so the CR is passed out of the Senate today. So, so the so government stays open uh, for better or for worse. But, but uh, again, it's just a short-term spending bill. So when we say CR, that's what it is. It's a short-term spending authorization bill. And it's going to last for another 28 days and then they're going to come in again and they'll do one for two or three months then and then they'll do another one for six months at that point they don't get it done because uh the will here the will here to balance a budget is virtually nil the courage the political courage to get and say let's get to the bottom of this thing and actually produce a, a budget that's going to an appropriations bill that's going to lead us to have a balanced budget and even if you say five seven ten years that will is not here, and um, I'm afraid to tell you that once we get into an election year, uh, all bets are off, Chad, on, on whether we can do something responsible like that. Crazy. As always, man, appreciate you coming on. Thanks so very much, and uh, yeah, have sure. a good Thanksgiving. We'll talk to you uh, uh, next month. Happy Thanksgiving, Chad, Thanks. And, and to the audience, too.